0: Count us off, bro.
1: Three, two, one. Brendo, 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 Brendo. Wherefore the, the Brendo man comes? Oscar, Olympics, depression, and funds. Wherefore the Brendo man comes?
0: Oscar, Olympics, depression, and
1: funds. Wherefore the Brendo man comes? Oscar, Olympics, depression, and
0: funds. Where for the Brendo man comes Oscar Olympics, depression, and fun A little flat there, bro. A little flat there. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. We went lower. Yeah, why? It's dark. It's dark in here
1: because Justin likes it dark in his dark cave.
0: Migraines, bro. Be sensitive. Don't be so ableist. I'm just—I wasn't saying it's was bad. It's nice. Saving energy. Energy. Yeah, energy. know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't like it dark. There's just no reason to have a damn light on. I don't think the speaker heard that. Who cares?
1: Well, he, I mean, there's no reason to have the lights on. Yeah, why not? Because he's watching movies in the dark, and that's the way—the best way to watch movies and TV shows in the dark. Ah. Uh. I can't wait to go to a movie theater, but I'm also like nervous about it.
0: Welcome to the Brendo Man podcast.
1: Oh yeah, this is Radio Brendo Man.
0: I'm Brendan Creasy. I'm his brother.
1: Yeah, we're,
0: we're caught up. They're caught up. You're scared of going to the movies. You were saying.
1: I mean, I rented
0: out. I went through a period where I hated going to the movies, so I didn't go.
1: And then I went a lot when there was Movie Pass, and then Movie Pass ended, and I stopped going again.
0: And then COVID happened Yeah, but movies are garbage Just watch Prestige TV Prestige TV, my liege
1: I mean, we do live in the world of Prestige TV Yeah,
0: I mean, we're burying the lead here But did you see that NFL draft? Yeah No, what did you What you think of, uh, who, what's, what band did they dig up? Kings of Leon, I didn't even know they were still around <laughs> is on fire is that them
1: my sex, your sex is on
0: fire this pick is on fire any hot nfl draft picks uh the the seahawks got a sixth round tackle yeah (laughs) like biggest need every year any year seahawks offensive linemen technically they addressed it in the sixth of six rounds they didn't have that many picks that's their fault did they get any linemen with what they gave up for those picks doubt it i think they got some help on defense anyway this is not a football podcast
1: you listen to football podcasts what are those like
0: uh they're good things for nap time (laughs) um but they're good you know with the draft you just hear a lot of like i was able to you i was with you on the radio i predicted like the first three picks you predicted the
1: third pick which a lot of people that was the that was the big was the third pick
0: well if they were keeping it everyone knows but this Oscar Olympics depression and fun. What are yeah, we doing here? I don't
1: know. I'm, I uh, I was just saying how i just. I wanted my first movie back to be Scott Pilgrim, the new one, the new release. It's not new. It's not playing. And it's not new here in Portland. Too well, bad. It's redone. There's a new sound mix.
0: You're not in Southern California anymore, bro.
1: Shout out to Derek Armijo who said the new sound mix is amazing, and Edgar White. Edgar Wright re- retweeted him. So that's cool.
0: But now don't you just, like, miss, miss, you have FOMO even worse now?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Disneyland opened, and I wish I was there, because this is, like, the best time. My friend went to Disneyland on Friday when it opened, and he said it was like a dream, because it's, like, so empty and most of the rides are open, and it's like wide open spaces everywhere.
0: Wide open spaces. It's like spaces. going. It's like
1: the best time ever to go to Disneyland. But Checks. it's like, but to get tickets, it's like winning the lottery because you have to go in like this wait, virtual waiting room. Yeah, it's like the Hunger Games for tickets. And so. I don't know. I wish I could go
0: to Disneyland. What would you do for a Disney ticket? (laughs) A
1: lot of people are doing... And then even if you got tickets, people were lining up at like midnight.
0: Would you produce a Disney movie just for the tickets? That's probably been happening.
1: Oh, man. There was nothing like entitled studio employees and producers and shit at the
0: gate trying to sign in ten guests. It's like when your movies fail, guess what bails out the bottom line? You know who screamed uh, at me the, Any other of the multi-billion dollar assets the company has
1: You know who screamed at me the most For not letting his guests into
0: Disneyland Jerry Bruckheimer
1: No it wasn't a Hollywood person It was an Anaheim angel
0: More Mr. like Anaheim Butthole
1: Mr. Mike Sosha
0: <sighs> Sosha Yeah Sosha Screamed in my face I saw. I sold Ken Caminetti a movie ticket.
1: I sold him a Whopper, a double Whopper, two of them, in fact. Every he came in like three times wait, a week. Wait,
0: wait, wait! Was Ken Caminetti a Highlands rat? Yeah, man. Baseball player.
1: I think he lived right down the street.
0: Must have. He was. He wasn't tall, but he was. He was thick. A thick boy, Broid like, boy. He like. He like turned sideways after buying his ticket, and I was like, "Whoa!"
1: Yeah. Well, he ate. It, his, his regular meal at Burger King was two double whoppers, fries, and a shake.
0: That's a lot of calories.
1: That's the Caminetti
0: meal. That'll get you through 180 games. Well,
1: that's why he's no longer with us. sadly. R.I.P. Cam. I got his jersey. We went to a, cause I went to the game where he got inducted into the Padres Hall of well, Fame. Well,
0: great. Now it's haunted. Uh-huh. Mm.
1: But yeah, we both worked at the Highlands. We did. Yeah, good old Highlands.
0: I was a movie projectionist.
1: Your movie theater is now a Cinopolis. Um, it's very nice. Very fancy.
0: It was nice when I worked there.
1: Yeah, but now tickets are like $30. The carpeting
0: was so intricate. This was like when you work any customer service and like the, you know, I was 15 and this is still like top 3. What the fuck is wrong with you? Old person came to the box office to complain that uh, the carpeting. Remember, like the red print. Yeah. You know, like, just like very basic, stereotypical like carpeting. And I'll do my best impression. I ever complained to my manager. This carpeting—it makes old people dizzy. I almost fell down. The carpeting's making me dizzy. Well, what do you want a fifteen-year-old to do? <laughs> We're gonna rip out this carpet we're gonna put just look up oh i'm sorry do you have degenerate bone disease that's not my fault
1: oh my god that reminds me speaking of making dizzy did you ever go on the the briefly the briefly lived disneyland attraction the hold rocket on. rods. hold on
0: bro you can talk about the rocket rods later let me let me put a cap in this sorry maturity is at the end of the day could be distilled to empathy because not a few months after that interaction with that dizzy carpet my two assistant managers got me so high in the projection rooms yeah rooms we had eight screens so like booths booths pearl homemade rubber made bong <laughs> i got so high that i fell face first into the brass banister Onto that carpet And well, guess what I, Guess what made me really dizzy The carpet So the Old dude was right
1: I bet if you're a high I
0: apologize That carpeting was very disorienting I thought My life had ended I had, had like that Overhead zoom out shot The God shot And I could see myself On the carpeting It became like a kaleidoscope And uh-huh. I was dead On the landing between the first and second floor The Edward Cinemas Now a Synopolis. Sinopolis on some dizzy motherfucking carpeting. I thought I was dead there, bro, forever. And you know what was playing on repeat? What? The Bee Gees staying Alive. Because that was the song that was being piped in on the music, and I was like, this is not appropriate.
1: Oh, man, nothing like Edward's Muzak. Anyway. So, Rocket Rods. I was the most disoriented. Oh, yeah. Back to Rocket Rods. That's the most disoriented I ever got in a room was... So the fucking Rocket Rods, not only did they take out the People Mover...
0: Both those assistant managers got fired, by the way.
1: Well, as they should have, they almost killed a young child.
0: Anyway, these Rocket Rods, They the People Mover used to be there. They removed
1: there. the People Mover. They also removed our father's favorite attraction, the, the Circle Vision.
0: So the Circle Vision. Which our dad made us go in like every time we went to Disneyland. It's like you're riding a train. <laughs> yeah. He, if he loved Circle Vision, he would have loved Flying USA. Oh, my
1: God. That would have been his favorite.
0: Maybe, Ethan, did he like the smell of citrus?
1: Yeah. Bye, guy. Oh, that's my favorite thing about the ride. It was always a bummer if they were, like, out of the citrus and, like, it didn't work. Or the pine. Disney Property Hotels has a soap that smells exactly like that citrus. <laughs> it's a good smell. It's the best.
0: Smell is the sense tied closest to memory which is why whenever I park my car the first thing I do is fart. <laughs> Tim ladies and gentlemen he's back in the business.
1: So they turned the Circle Vision Theater into the queue for the Rocket Rods. Right. And But they kept the screens they kept and the screens they projected going. this movie because the line is so goddamn long they knew people were going to be waiting in here for a long time.
0: Those expensive screens why yeah. would they get rid of them?
1: Yeah. So they projected these movies, and they were like these high-speed, like road driving movies. And you're standing there, and it was very disorienting. These and people screens were like,
0: made me dizzy.
1: People were throwing up in the
0: line, man. And they were drunk. <laughs> they had too many beers at the. Well, I got like the vertigo John just
1: Roger. standing there watching these crazy, like motion, high-speed, fast-forward driving movies. In this
0: line, I don't know, it was very disorienting. Is there a class and action then, lawsuit? Should we start one?
1: And then, let me tell you, the rocket rods were total bullshit.
0: Yeah, so. bad at poor engineering. They, they they broke...
1: They broke everything. Yeah. They almost broke the... Well, they did. They broke the submarines. The submarine. rocket ships. The submarine tracks. The submarine lagoon, like, started cracking because the tracks weren't meant to... Hey, listen.
0: You were happy about the people mover, and there's no one there to substantiate this, but in one of the first times we went to disneyland and it was like okay you guys can go off your own but just meet back here yeah. i went on the people mover because yeah. i loved it because you can see stormtroopers Troopers. Stormtroopers, yeah and i liked the tron hall that was cool the too tron
1: but, tunnel is badass uh
0: there was a fog machine in there right that's know. what they projected the layers on that's how they had to do it um but anyway it broke down i had to walk on the track to an escape ladder holy shit and when of course i'm like I was in like 4th grade So I'm not like weird weird Maybe 5th grade Maybe 6th grade Maybe No I think it must have been 6th grade It must have been that last trip um, the junior high trip? Or no the trip Right right before dad died Okay uh, And nobody believed me Because it was like What did you do? Oh, uh I went on the roller coaster And, it's, and it, it got stuck upside down And we had to You know it wasn't one of those stories Yeah It was like the most boring ride broke down But it had a kind of exciting exit
1: where were you in the ride when it broke down? Were you in the Tron Tunnel?
0: No, it was like on the way... It was like... um, Kind of by the Matterhorn, if I remember. It was like on its way back. It was like almost done.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I just missed Disneyland. I don't know when I'll ever get back there.
0: It's okay, you don't need Disneyland. You're in Portland, Oregon now. you got the Enchanted Forest. You have yeah. Oaks Park.
1: Oaks Park reopened... Enchanted Forest has not we'll get there, yeah, um, I was kind of bummed. they reopened Santa's village, but it's like this outdoor sports park now, and all the rides are gone, and except the bumblebees, they were like a sky ride, they turned that into like where you pedal them,
0: and it moves you around so you have to exercise to ride the coolest ride,
1: yeah. <laughs> We went it's an to Santa's Village once, 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 right? Because mom went to a conference in Lake Arrowhead. Okay. So we were up there, and I remember I, my favorite thing about Lake Arrowhead was we went to like this military, this aerospace museum, and we got to go in like jets, and there was a tank. Hell yeah. yeah! But Santa's Village was pretty cool. I mean, every it was like Christmas in April. Love it. Phil, like, grew up by Santa's Village, so he went there a lot. He said it was a good date spot.
0: They have a Christmas town in Washington. Or there's a Christmas store in Leavenworth, Washington. So it's like it's like the like Pacific Northwest Oktoberfest. Yeah. And, like, Rebecca been, is going, had been going there with, like, her best friends for, like, years. And then finally it's like, oh, you can come. And it's like, you rent, like, the cheapest, like, you know, cabin at, like, an Ikea campground. And it's just, like, adults cosplaying but it's like, but it's not, it's not fun because like what's nice about cosplaying like conventions is there's so much original ideas. Yeah. But imagine like a bunch of like dumb idiots who want to cosplay and get drunk and they're all wearing the same costume.
1: What costume? Like,
0: Lederhosen. Oh, okay. Because it's Oktoberfest. Oh yeah,
1: the big Oktoberfest. And then it's like,
0: well, what are we celebrating here? Like, I get it, Germany, it's not all bad. But like, you know what I mean? But then it's like you, like, after, like, going a couple of years, it's like the, we go into, like, the Christmas store. That one's fine. But then you go into some of, like, the T-shirt stores, and you're like, oh, look at these butt bec- belt buckles. There's, there's a Union Jack one. And it's like, uh eh. And then you go to the T-shirt stores, and they have, like, the anti-immigrant, like, T-shirts. Oh, God. And, like, I was just trying to buy, like a, a like, you know, like a polka shirt that I thought was funny. And, like, as I'm checking out, like, Rebecca's, like, debating with the owner, like, who's this shirt for? And it's, like, one of those, like, America, you know, if you have an accent, blah, 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 shirt type shirts. I was, like, oh, no, did I I just buy a shirt from a white supremacist? (laughs) And, like, the (laughs) other stores have, like, all this, like, it's not overt, but it's, like, I don't know. Mm. It's a fun time, though. The company you keep is great, but it's just, like, a bunch of adults binge drinking. (laughs) It's Germans.
1: I went to Oktoberfest in Huntington Beach once, and I was like some crazy shit.
0: We had to wait in line like for hours. We have probably like $98 in unused Leavenworth beer tickets. Because you have to do like the beer ticket thing. Yeah. Oh my god, David Cross has a great bit about being in like a beer line. I was like, this is, you can't buy beer here. He's like, what?
1: What? Yeah, when you go to wrestling shows at Legion Halls, a lot of them have that weird system. So, and like when you're like. They treat
0: you like idiots if you feel like you fuck up one time. You're like, I'm drunk. Exactly. (laughs) When you're trying to negotiate that, when you're like
1: altered, it's very difficult.
0: And I did mushrooms before I got here, losers. Your beers. But like one year at. um, The last time we went. To Oktoberfest was kind of nice because Rebecca, we had just found out we were pregnant with Lil. So, like, Rebecca's like, well, I guess we kind of have to have had a schedule to tell our friends because they're going to be like, why aren't you binge drinking with the rest of us? And I didn't feel like getting into the the leader hosen. Um, so I just wore a unicorn onesie. And, like, it broke people's brains because there <laughs> were, like, all these, like, uncomfortable dudes, like, in shorts and, like, women that, like, you know, have to like wear rental costumes and like their drindles and the people are like, whoa, you can do that? And I'm like, yeah, there's no rule here that says you have to dress in leather shorts or a very uncomfortable <laughs> dress. But there were a thousand people here. I was like, I was the only one. I was just in a unicorn onesie. I was like. That
1: must have been awesome.
0: And this wasn't like 20 years ago. This is like two years ago. House, yeah. like people were like,
1: "Your pictures are in one what? Of a, what Lill's, a revolutionary! Your pictures are in one
0: of Lil's memory books." Because the other thing is, that you go for multiple nights. It's like, oh, where am my like Budweiser leader hose thing one night? But then, fuck it, it's Unicorn Wednesday night. I have the best unicorn onesie because it has like so many pockets. It has like a center pocket and side pockets, and they zip up. So it's perfect for drunken shenanigans because you can zip up the pockets. And if you remember to do that, you're not going to run into what I deal with every time I go somewhere and like the cell phone falls out between the. Anyway.
1: Yeah, we had a near disaster now, the other
0: day. No, that's not. Me almost me losing my phone temporarily is it happens is, all the time Tuesday and Thursday. It's just really funny. And Saturday.
1: You lost your phone in between the time I handed it to you it and you fell got, in out.
0: The, in the, got in the car. There's these my favorite pajama bottoms, the blue plaid ones. They're perfectly engineered for everyone has a pair of pants like that. Some pockets are fine, but you have one pair of pants that, like, the second you sit down, it's like everyone abandoned ship.
1: Yeah. It, that's why like, I don't It's like don't water trust, ship down. I don't trust the pockets in my bunnies pajama. Bunnies bunnies out of those pockets. In my pajama pants, so I use my hoodie pockets for most of my storage.
0: I used to be You're, a cargo pants guy. Where do you keep your tater tots? In my fanny pack. See, people are like, oh, look, if you can put tater tots in and dynamite or cargo pants, tater tots, just eat your tots. Just eat them and then move on. I don't like cold tots, anyways. No, ew.
1: It grows soggy tots, sots. Um.
0: Anyway, th- depression.
1: Depression. I mean, depression. I'm doing depression? all right. I'm doing all right. I've gained. I. I got a little sad because I weighed myself at mom's house, mm-hmm. and my weight is like I'm back to like where I was my normal weight which I mean is normal but I just for a minute there I thought I was like Mr. Skinny Pants
0: cuz you starved yourself cuz you were <laughs> depressed and poor Yeah You want to go back on that diet? Kick you out.
1: I don't know because it
0: wasn't healthy but I'm no. like
1: But I'm like working out every day and Yo, like Yo,
0: describe your workout to the audience.
1: Um, I go on the rowing machine for fifteen minutes, and then I lift some weights. Okay, and I do some sit-ups
0: or push-ups. So you just gotta do a little bit more, I guess. We didn't lift it. Well, we left. We lifted together once, but you just spot me. You need. I need to. I need to spot you, bro. I need to spot you.
1: Yeah, but I work out in the morning when you're at work.
0: Well, we can each get up. We can get up at 6.30. No. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be down one of the manis.
1: Oh. Yeah, this Justin's moving out. So my responsibilities are increasing.
0: Great. We'll give you a raise. <laughs> Cajun tots.
1: Cajun tots, yeah. Um. You, you planted... Did some serious yardio.
0: We all did. Yeah, and uh got a new tree. Got tanuki. Tanuki, the tree. tomokuyama weeping Japanese maple. It's a baby. I'm so worried about it.
1: Do they get big?
0: No, no, no. They they get to the size of like bushes, but they drape over. Mm. They're dwarf trees.
1: Yeah. Do you think you should have like put those
0: like poles up? Mm, we're not in like windy season. I don't know. I've never grown a tree. Have you? Well, I helped Phil and we'll throw his, this to the listeners.
1: I helped Phil in his orchard, but most of the trees were still were they. So it wasn't like we were growing them from scratch. We were caring for the ones that were already there, right? But he's grown. We grew. He grew a few trees, and it's a lot of trial and error. We even did some
0: grafting. That's what I want to try eventually. Once it gets rooted and has some years in it, I want to do some grafting, or take some. No, no, I don't want to do grafting. I want to. What's where you take? The cloning. Cloning. And get like a little bonsai.
1: You make little bonsai tanukis. Yeah. Rebecca got these bonsais and like I don't think they're growing at all, but oh. it's like supposed to be really slow, but like they're not even sprouting.
0: Well, we're not, that's what I was saying, like, Rebecca and I have killed cactus, cacti together, multiple, and we're and like... And Jade's dead, and that other plant's we dead. we kept a kid alive, let's try growing a tree. <laughs> uh, the jade lived for like 20 years. Well, that's good. But it's a succulent. I've never really had plants. Anyway, I think that's why we're all, I'm not feeling that down, but, you know, getting the... Uh, the labor in gardening's good for the soul the sunshine was good well
1: i mean i've been it's been good going out every day with lil and like getting out and then um go to the park most days and that's been good i mean like it's definitely important to get out and like now i feel i'm less anxious about being out and about that's right that you're double vax when's your two my day? immunity
0: day is thursday thursday you're gonna have a kissing party
1: no, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go walk to the bear paw And just start making out with people
0: mm.
1: I'm gonna lick the taps
0: Come on down to the bear paw for some beers And we'll make out
1: I mean, unfortunately, as i The bear I'm, paws
0: are our closest local watering hole
1: Unfortunately, as I'm becoming Or as I like to call it The bear purr As I'm becoming immune Oregon is locking back down We're on extreme risk you were too slow. You should have
0: been immune sooner. Yeah.
1: Well, I jumped the line as much as I could
0: <laughs> to do your part.
1: Not like a not like I nefarious jumped the line. I got I you kept bugging me about registering for registering for the thing and the night I did. I just happened to get in on the people that got emailed appointments wrongfully. <laughs>
0: I think there were a lot of people that were like, I'm going to wait my turn. I'm going to wait my turn. And then realizing like, wait, I guess technically I'm obese. Should I see about getting in there a little sooner? Well,
1: yeah. Yeah. So um, COVID is, you know, still going. Still going. And like reading about the future of it doesn't give me a lot of hope.
0: So, my weather app tells me like the daily cases, and that's like more depressing. Than yeah. Anything. Where I'm like, wait, it, well, let me just. What does it say? What, what does it say today? Like, how many thousands? But it's like all of the state of Oregon. So then it just like it leads to like a wormhole where I'm like,
1: oh, well, yeah, like rural Oregon is just like really bad, and like, uh, it's bringing down all the other like counties where it's starting to get better but like portland has a lot of young people that are unvaccinated and so that's the problem here yeah
0: even prior to covid we were like spreading rare diseases because like these weird church groups would come to the museums and like give everyone measles
1: (laughs) and whooping cough remember there was a measles outbreak at disneyland because like orange county is a lot of anti-vaxxers. Because there's a lot of Karens in Orange County. Yeah. It's one of the Karen capitals that I think of.
0: Yeah, but they also have good ska music. So cut Orange County a break. Yeah. It's also home to Disneyland, so why are you shitting on over the OC? Because there's a
1: lot of bad shit there. I mean, we're watching Milk. That's Everywhere? one of the first places Melk went, like that was the hostile territory that he went, was Fullerton. Mm-hmm. It was big debate, was in Fullerton.
0: We're almost there yet. Oh, well, movie alert. During our Olympic years, we just we were watching it. Oscar Olympic time, are we jumping into it now? Yeah, sure, why not? What is the Oscar Olympics?
1: Um, we take Olympic years, like every, four years worth of Oscar winners.
0: For example, 2005, 6, seven, eight?
1: Yeah, this is the two thousand eight Oscar Olympics, and we award medalists for um, the acting categories, screenplays, and best picture.
0: This is an interesting period. You know, it starts during Bush's second term and ends. You know, by the time this Oscars, the last the two thousand eight Oscars was around, we have
1: Obama. We
0: have the Obama years. I wonder if that will be reflected in the choices. I
1: mean, I'm seeing a lot more diversity in the nominees. Not necessarily the winners, but,
0: uh, you know, things are... So we don't blow all the categories every week. What categories are we doing this week?
1: Uh, We are doing the acting categories. Supporting actress, supporting actor, best actor, best actress. Um, so, if we want to start with Best Supporting Actress, this is like a month ago I was preparing for this, and in 2005 we have Rachel Weisz winning for The
0: Constant Gardener, which we talked about last week. What was our... We I really only had one flaw with that frightening movie we talked about last week, because it's like, schools is testing is... It was not a supporting This role. is a lead role. A lead role. What happened there? Well... As
1: it seems like I've seen, there isn't a definition of supporting or lead role. It's just what you can submit for what you submit for. And so it became a trend for some studios to submit if there was like a category where they thought, like, let's say acting is pretty stacked, maybe they're like, well, we'll throw this in supporting. <laughs> and also it might be just because it's kind of sexist. Yeah. Uh and Rachel Vise's character, because maybe because it's all flashbacks that she's in, does that mean it's? I don't know. No, I don't that, understand. That, you
0: think? I don't think that's in the bylaws, but it was a phenomenal turn. And what, what what else are you up against in '05?
1: Um, another phenomenal turn. Um, Amy Adams in Junebug, which I, you said you haven't seen, but which is also weird because she's the titular Junebug. Yeah,
0: so supporting. Do we want to honor supporting roles, or, or do we want to honor dope? I mean,
1: um, and then you have, I mean, this is some serious heavy hitters here. You got Catherine Keener for Capote as Harper Lee. No, I don't like her.
0: Um, I'm not a fan. You're not a Catherine Keener fan? She's, she does one thing very well. Yeah? And I don't, so for an acting category, yeah.
1: All right. Uh, well, we got good old Francis McDormand for North Country.
0: And also, I am not that familiar with Capote.
1: And we have Michelle Williams, my high school chum, for Brokeback Mountain.
0: Ah, I, I know Michelle Williams. This her sister her... wanted to kiss me on the East Coast trip.
1: <laughs> this was Michelle Williams' first Oscar nod.
0: So. Um, does she deserve it?
1: Yeah, she's great. Brokeback Mountain's great. She's great. She doesn't deserve the win. I, I think it stays with Vice. I give it to Vice. I think so too. We watched
0: it. She's really good. It's a very meaty role. It's if you yeah. We we dug up so every now and then we dug up some stuff that we we just kinda of missed first pass. And this one was worth it. And it's one of those movies that like is now more relevant. Than it's never. very
1: extremely still. Especially relevant. if you got the Pfizer jab.
0: Yeah. But like inspired by true events. As
1: we are putting the drug companies under a microscope these days and also Crises in Africa are still crises And um, It's just kind of nuts That like this shit is still very relevant So uh, Do we move on to 2006 then? Yeah Okay so we got um, winning And we saw this movie a few weeks ago uh, Jennifer Hudson For Dreamgirls Also I would argue this might be a lead role Mm, there's so many storylines in that one. I'm okay with it. Okay, I mean it's more of an ensemble piece. I guess you're right. Yeah, but she has a lot of songs. She's, I mean, if she's a singer. I mean, it's obvious. But it's that.
0: Dream Girls, not Dream Girl. Yeah, but she's she's kind of the main character of the movie. Did it ever occur to one? You know, because just as I said that, I was like, it's Destiny's children, not Destiny's child. But it is. It is singular. Yeah, they knew from the beginning. There's only one Destiny's child. And It wasn't. Wasn't Michelle Williams?
1: No. The other
0: Michelle Williams? There's too many Michelle Williams. We're getting our wires crossed here. All right.
1: Also nominated that year, we got Adriana Barraza for Babble. Kate Blanchett for Notes on a Scandal. Is
0: 1,896 new COVID cases in the state of Oregon concerning? Yes. There's
1: only five deaths, though. Oh,
0: God. Anyway, where the death we?
1: rate's going down we're because in, of vaccination.
0: We're in the Oscar zone now, bro.
1: Um, all right. We got Little Abigail Breslin for uh-huh. Little Miss Sunshine.
0: I mean, triple threat comedy, dancing, acting. Yeah. She's singing it? Maybe a little bit. I don't know.
1: And then we have also for Babel Rinko Kikuchi.
0: was a very strong performance I haven't thought about Babbel since I watched it when I was like oh wait more compelling than all the six other people that were intro," and it was good yeah she was um, moody and upset in a fancy apartment building if memory serves I don't remember Babbel to be honest okay next
1: so what were you saying for 2006 keep it on Hudson she did a lot. She did. It's a great role. It's a great it's a great musical.
0: Yeah, I mean why not?
1: Alright. You know do you know who Jennifer Hudson well they're divorced now, but you know who her husband was?
0: Roman Polanski.
1: Nope. David Atunga, WWE wrestler. Okay. I think Vince kept, and he barely wrestled. And I seriously, one hundred percent, think Vince kept him in the company because he's married to Jennifer Hudson.
0: This is why people tune in in the show: is for movie wrestling crossover tidbits, just like that.
1: You're welcome. Mm-hmm.
0: Guys, back. Guys, back. Guys, back. Guy got weed. Guy has weed again. I'll try not to smoke it. Did you go to TJ's
1: or... or? Went across the street. Oh. Yeah, I
0: got some King Bubba Kush B-Buds. B-Buds. If I win this fantasy basketball league, I'm going to buy some non-B-Buds. you going to buy the A-Buds? I think I'm getting, like, my grinder is just, like... It's... You need a metal grinder, bro. You don't think it's a good idea that I've been smoking out of a plastic grinder?
1: I mean, those things are such a pain in the ass. It's going to, like, blow your mind <laughs> when you use a metal I've grinder. I've had
0: them. <laughs> anyway... All right. So
1: 2007, we got um, a movie I just watched. I think you were asleep. Uh, Tilda Swinton winning for Michael Clayton.
0: No, there's no, not. I'm taking it away from Tilda Swinton. Uh, One, because it's very forgettable. She's icy. I get it. She even went on to play like an ice evil queen. (laughs) So, no. Give it to her for that. I'm taking it away because in an interview where she was very proud of the fact that as, like, a teenager, she set this goal for herself to meet, And I think it was, like, it was, like, to meet uh, Ziggy Stardust, to meet yeah, David Bowie. Bowie. And she met him, and she was, and to her it was, like, then this just, you know, I've always had this gift to manifest, you know, my energy and, and put me on this creative path, some, something along the lines of that. And this interview was, like, but you're the daughter of some really very wealthy, connected people. Isn't that a part of it? She was like, no, not at all. No, definitely. I was like, the way she got defensive about that, I was like, you know what? I don't think I like you anymore, and I really liked you.
1: I don't know. I saw Tilda in a room at Comic-Con, and she like lit up the room like nothing I'd ever experienced before.
0: <sighs> well, she has an energy that allows her to do that. Yeah. But at least acknowledge that some of your aura is privileged. Acknowledge your
1: privilege. I get it. That was, like, that and whole maybe thing. maybe
0: she has. Maybe she has, because this was, like, 20 years ago.
1: Well, there was that whole thing with the cast of girls, where it was, like, each one of them was, like, connected, and they weren't acknowledging that. And, like... But Lena Dunham worked her ass off, but she's pretty... She's got a lot of issues.
0: <laughs> and, by the way... Um,
1: Lena Dunham didn't do jack shit. You
0: don't you think You so? love no. her. And She's don't, a Hollywood don't... family. She was mad. She was already in we will not well, be yeah trash she already, and a lot done. of them are already she's the voice of my generation tiny, tiny furniture whatever stunk listen i'm sorry she got more done with her career in show business than you have so far yeah well i've offended less black people uh debatable
1: <laughs> all right well i don't think it should go to tilda anyways um we have a couple choices that i think are viable uh you have you have the ever
0: present Kate Blanchett, and I'm not there. That's what I saying. I saw that movie in theaters. That's the Bob Dylan. Yes, she's the best Bob Dylan. <laughs> she is.
1: But we also have uh, okay. We got Ruby D in American Gangster. Very good. She was the m- patriarch, and she's great. I think this was more of a career nod for Ruby D. One of those. I'm not against it. Because um, she's great in a lot of stuff. Um, shout out for her as Mother Abigail in um, The Stand. Okay. In she's the original good. Stand miniseries. Yeah. Whoopi did a good job, though. Okay. I, I mean, people are giving Whoopi a lot of shit. But I thought Whoopi did a good job. He uh, got you got this. And then we have young another youngin, Saoirse Ronan, for Atonement. Which I think, I did not like that movie. I fell asleep. Uh,
0: yeah, it's like she was, but I don't know.
1: She's very talented, but she would go on for better movies. Hannah, Hannah's freaking awesome. I like Ruby D here. Well, then he also have my pick, Amy Ryan, Gone Baby Gone. I love Amy Ryan. She's great in The Wire. She's great in this. She's great in The Office.
0: Oh, and that is a supporting role.
1: Yeah. She's one of my favorites. And I met her once, and she was really nice.
0: Did she talk to you the way she talked to Kevin in the office? (laughs) No. That would be really funny. (laughs) Oh, what's your name? Oh, oh, people, your name's Brendan, but people call you Brendo. Okay, Brendo. I'm so. This is a cool. That was (laughs) a.
1: She's so funny But she's so good in uh, Gone, ba- Gone Baby Gone
0: is really good If you talk about Affleck movies uh, What about Jennifer Jason Lee Margot at the Wedding
1: I've never seen that
0: What about Anna Kendrick Rocket Science Oh I love Rocket Science Young Anna Kendrick uh, what about Marissa Tomei before the devil knows you dead, acting opposite Philip Seymour Hoffman?
1: Oh, it's a good movie.
0: What does your heart tell you here? American Gangster is a good performance, is but it overall it's kind of
1: a forgettable Ridley I, Scott. I've forgotten
0: about it. I want to revisit it. Um, maybe if I had, but I. I mean, Kate Blanchett does that thing that like if you go going into that movie, oh Kate Blanchett's playing Bob Dylan. You she she appears as Bob Dylan and within 11 seconds, you forget it's Kate Blanchett.
1: Yeah. All right. And then 2 it.
0: minutes later you're like, oh, "It's Kate Blanchett." I like it.
1: All right, I like it. All right.
0: Two thousand eight.
1: Two thousand eight. We have a problematic winner of Penelope Cruz in Vicky Cristina Barcelona. Why is that a problem? Because that's a Woody Allen movie. But she's great. In it. Uh, but I have a pick. So we have Amy Adams and Viola
0: Davis for Doubt. I think this is where Amy Adams should get her Oscar. Yeah, I mean, although she's going to become our generation's Glenn Close. Well,
1: then you have Taraji P. Henson for Ooh, Benjamin Taraji button. P. Oh.
0: So.
1: And then you have my pick. You brought her up last year, but this is her year. Marissa Tomei for The Wrestler.
0: And As we discussed last time, like the complete creepos we are. No use of a body double.
1: But, I mean, Amy Adams in doubt. I mean, that's one of her... Big performances. And Viola Davis is always good. And Taraji's... I really like her. So this is a tough... I mean... Penelope I Cruz mean, is really good. She's the first Spanish actress to win an Oscar. We're going to take that away?
0: Well, how about we uh, give it to Rosie Perez from The Take?
1: I don't even know what that is.
0: Uh, neither do I, but it was same year, but... She's she's not Spanish either. She's Puerto Rican.
1: Yeah.
0: Oof, this is a tough one. I th- Now, think of The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. It's a long movie. But what was, like, without a doubt, one of the shining bright spots of that movie? Taraji. And the tugboat guy with the tattoos. Yeah. And she supported a larger... You know, I'm leaning into the, the support... Because I think it's it's underappreciated, you know, being being that catalyst. Yeah. And and I would argue that Amy Adams' doubt, you know, okay, there's three actors, four actors in the whole thing. Ooh, I like Taraji. All
1: right, I'll give you Taraji. So our four medalists i mean our four nominees potentials i'm gonna are rachel wise jennifer hudson kate blanchett
0: and kamikaze p Hansen.
1: taraji so who are you bringing to the gold medal match
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna go the easy route and make you work. I'm bringing uh, Rachel Weiss.
1: All right, out of those, I'm gonna bring.
0: We're waiting. Blanchet. What? Really, whited up the gold medal match. Well, well, do you are you gonna argue for the person you brought to it, or are you gonna be like you? What do you think?
1: I mean, she's really great. It's a defining performance, but it's also a. I mean, Rachel Weisz is without the Rachel Vise The theme, Weisz, the
0: theme of the theme of this category has been stick to your lane, supporting actor, and if we're doing that, then I mean, it has to be Kate Blanchett. Gold. Right. And I'm bumping I'm bumping your gold medal pick Disqualified in the gold medal match On account of non-supporting role. So that means Silver is up for grabs
1: I to give silver to Taraji
0: Fugazi P. Henson? Yeah Fuck yeah, that's punk rock What about bronze? Uh, Hudson Hudson! We got it Got it. Gold. Blanchet. Silver. Taraji. Taraji. Bronze.
1: And you disqualified your own pick.
0: Fine. <laughs> it happens. What was the bronze? Jennifer Hudson. Bronze
1: is Jennifer Hudson. Okay. So there's your medalists for supporting.
0: On to supporting Whoa. Actor. Well, uh, we're running long, so let's just skip through it. Uh, Heath Ledger,
1: there you go. Hey, bro, bro, bro. What about the other medals?
0: Does it matter? What about Javier Bardem? Who cares? He had a bad haircut.
1: He had a bad haircut, He's but he was Ledger. the scariest. I would argue that Anton Sugar is scarier than the
0: Joker. If we, if, we, if we take this away from Heath Ledger, there's going to be another awkward, I thought they were going to give it to the dead guy Oscars moment, and as we recently learned, That's nobody a, wants that. Nobody wants that. So let's give it to Heath Ledger and move on All to the, the besties.
1: Go. To Heath Ledger. All of them. All right.
0: No gold. Well, let's just start with silver and bronze.
1: Well, Silver's Bardem.
0: Just cuz he's scary? He's amazing in that movie. He's playing he's playing Two-Face with a bad haircut. This when he is in that speech
1: when he's talking, not speech, but just when he's talking to the clerk. You're just like on edge the whole time. And then I don't know, he's just really good, and I really like him. Uh, but you also have Alan Arkin for Little Miss Sunshine, Clooney, Siriana. Uh, other possibilities are Hall for Brokeback Mountain. Are we
0: still in the Dark Knight year?
1: No, no, no. Ledger. I mean, Ledger beats out all those people.
0: Okay. Well, moving on. What are we gonna do from 'O five?
1: I'm talking about 05. We got Clooney. Matt Dillon for Crash. Forget that. Paul Giamatti for Cinderella Man. What That's about, like a what about Jesse
0: Eisenberg, Squid in the Whale? Sure. Nice. I like the speed round.
1: Uh, 06, you got Arkin winning. Mm hmm. Uh, then Jackie Earl Haley for Little Children, and one of the most. Creepiest of creepo roles.
0: No, I don't like that. No, I don't like it.
1: Jimon Hansu for Blood Diamond. My pick, Eddie Murphy, for Dream Girls. And then Mark Wahlberg for just cussing a lot in The Departed.
0: (laughs) Are you going to give an Oscar to one of the funniest people
1: in the world for not being funny? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Fine.
1: So we got. Uh, I mean, Bardem was going up against some strong. You got Casey Affleck for Assassination of Jesse James. It's great. Phil Seymour Hoffman for Charlie Wilson's War. I don't know. That's okay. Hal Holbrook for Into the Wild. And Tom Wilkinson for Michael Clayton, who is—he's the highlight of Michael Clayton. I, is it so opinion. seven? Yeah, but I still think Javier Bardem. I mean, give it to him.
0: Okay, fine.
1: So you got Ledger, Bardem, Murphy, and uh, what would
0: you say, Eisenberg? Do we have something from '08?
1: Yeah.
0: What was oh, that? That's Heath, Heath Ledger. Legend. So we're not gonna get Anthony Mackie from The Hurt
1: Locker. Hurt Locker is not yet.
0: That's two thousand eight.
1: Yeah, two thousand eight is. Oh, it is. Oh, I don't know. He didn't even get nominated. I forgot about Anthony Mackie in The Hurt Locker.
0: How young was he in that? Well, he was an eight mile before that. Oh yeah. We're gonna take we're gonna take away James Franco from Milk. Yes. Milk has a lot of problems, except Milk. for the screenplay. Except for the screenplay, it was written by a gay, adapted by a gay man. Yeah. All right. What are we gonna do for your gold medal match? You can bring Anthony Mackie where you want. It's Heath Ledger and Bardem. Okay, we got we're on the silver. Sorry, gold bronze. Uh, but so it's who are you bringing to the silver medal match? Laser gets bronze. You got Bardem because he lost the gold? Yeah. I'm bringing Mackie in then. Okay. I thought he elevated Jeremy Renner's game and they would reunite later. Hmm. <laughs> they were like, the good news is, what if like, what if like the the ghost of Hollywood Future like visited that set and was like, guys, gonna great work. You're going to be in the Marvel Universe. And they're like, yes, fuck yeah. Like, And guess what, Jeremy Renner? You're Hawkeye. And then Anthony Mackie's like, Ah-ha, you're the worst one. And he's like, come on, baby. Give me my crown. Black Panther, right? The Falcon. Who? (laughs) What? (laughs) Anyway. um, So, Bardem, Silver. You're going to give me Anthony Mackie, Pity Bronze? Sure. Boom. There's another category. Now we're on to the best. But let's review our gold Heath Ledger. Rest in peace. Bardem. Silver Javier Bardem, for are you giving it to Bardem? Here, you 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 say that the pick here is hard Bardem. Yeah. Uh, my pick here is actually the um air gun killing machine <laughs> that he wields. That thing is nuts. It's just a cattle knocker. Yeah. But it's like just so gruesome and like scary I think there's a motorcycle gang outside our house yeah house angels just rolled up fuck well we better get this we better get these best actor actress let's start with actor
1: start with actor okay
0: yeah 05
1: we got Philip Seymour Hoffman Mm. winning for Capote we got Terrence Howard for Hustle and Flow we got Heath Ledger for Brokeback Mountain. We got Joaquin Phoenix for Walk the Line, and we got David Strathairn for Good Night and Good Luck.
0: What's your pick here?
1: I keep it on Hoffman because he's Capote. He's amazing. If you've seen, like,
0: I How about Terrence Howard, and Terrence Howard's great, but he's so good in this. He invented a new form of math. Have you heard that story? No. So if you let Terrence Howard talk long enough, he will explain to you that one plus one does not equal two and that he understands and invents his own math. What? Yeah, and one of his ex-wives is like, yeah, it's like we spent like months just talking about it. It was like he had me trapped in a room. Well, this crazy person. Um,
1: That sounds great.
0: So that was my pick for Hustle and Flow. You can, you can give Philip Seymour Hoffman His Oscar here For a uh, What amounts to a glorified SNL I don't think he was the best Capote Within the two year stretch There's that other guy
1: mm. Oh yeah he was
0: really- I'm not a fan of giving it to Hoffman here right. Jeff
1: Daniels the, Ter- Terrence Howard dude Terrence Howard Fine we'll give it to Terrence Howard he he was what about so Heath?
0: he was so. This is how good Terrence. No, he already gave him an Oscar, I and mean, he's a straight guy playing gay.
1: Okay, yeah, we don't do that here.
0: No. Um,
1: what about Joaquin? Johnny it, Cash.
0: It, I've heard the same. It, it's less impressive the more time you spend at karaoke bars. <laughs> it's doing Johnny Cash. I could do it.
1: I know a lot of people that can do Johnny Cash, but they can't embody.
0: Uh, yeah uh
1: it's all it's all weird dorks who just hit puberty at a young age oh well, no
0: you, anyway,
1: I saw Johnny Cash in Missouri. It was amazing
0: Terrence Howard was so good in this movie that hollywood Hollywood was like, You know what? we're making an Iron Man movie, and we're gonna pay you more than Robert Downey Jr, yeah,
1: and that's that how ended good. up fucking him
0: that's listen. The math didn't work out in the end. Uh, But Terrence Howard gets this. I have a feeling Philip Seymour Hoffman is going to get some love, or probably already has in our podcast, so I'm fine. 06. We're moving on, bro. We're under... Oh, yeah, we got to
1: hurry. We got... We're we're on the little little gun. Yeah. We got Forrest Whitaker, Last King of Scotland, career-defining role. Leonardo DiCaprio, Blood Diamond.
0: No. Ryan Gosling. Although half, South African accent's really hard.
1: Ryan Gosling, Half Nelson. He was really good. He was good. so good. That's so, but talk about a depressing movie. Uh, Peter O'Toole, Venus. This is like a
0: career achievement award. No. Uh,
1: Will Smith, Pursuit of Happiness. That's a big one for him.
0: He was really good in that. But
1: I keep it on Forrest Whitaker or Gosling. But I, Forrest Whitaker's really good in this movie. I have good memories of The Last King of Scotland because I saw it with
0: Greg. It's hard. It's the best Force Whitaker. It's the best Ryan Gosling performance. Give it to Whitaker. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right, 07. This is pretty cut and dry for me. Uh, we got Daniel Day-Lewis for There Will Be Blood. Moving on. Yeah, that's what I say. Oh, wait. And they didn't even nominate Tommy Lee Jones for the right movie. Dumb. So... In the was, Valley of
0: Ella was really good.
1: That was like Iraq War bullshit. It,
0: no, no, no. But it was. It was. Have you seen it? No, I didn't. It's the best it was, movie about the I Iraq could, War. I didn't
1: want to watch any about, Iraq War movies. It's about movies. PTSD. Okay.
0: We're watching that. I can't believe we miss, we missed that on screenplay. Ooh, that's coming back. We're gonna watch it. you gonna blow your mind.
1: Well, you um, also have Eastern Promises, which is great.
0: We gotta get these actors done.
1: Yeah, I was saying Viggo Mortensen, Eastern Promises, but Dana yeah. De Lewis by a mile. Okay.
0: Moving on, 2008. 2008, Mickey Rourke. Okay.
1: Mickey Rourke.
0: Sorry, Sean Penn, I was an extra, and when I saw you doing your speech scene, it sounded like you were doing the voice from I Am Sam. <laughs> I was like, he's using, he's like, what can I do here to portray this gay icon? Oh, I know, I'll use my I Am Sam energy. Wasn't a fan.
1: We haven't gotten, we were watching the movie, we hadn't gotten to the point you were in, Where did we? No. Because it was like mayor speech?
0: Jeremy Renner, the Hurt Locker. He was good. He was good. You didn't
1: even get nominated.
0: Uh, it's an outside
1: pick. Oh, well, no. It's the next year. Yeah. 09, brother.
0: Okay, so the Independent Spirit Awards list I'm on is a different schedule. So we gave uh, Mackie a bronze early.
1: Yeah, but whatever.
0: Whatever. We're... Find us on Twitter. No one makes it this far.
1: So, um, ooh, uh
0: we bring you your gold medal match. Oh Day my Lewis god. versus Mickey Rourke.
1: Oh my god. That's a tough call for me because I just watched There Will Be Blood and it's so fucking good. And he is so good.
0: And uh... <laughs> He's America. He's America's greed. Walking yeah. around fucking shit up over oil.
1: And um And
0: he has a bowling alley. He reached the epitome of fame and fortune, maybe not fame, has his own bowling alley. What does he do with it? Kills a preacher with it. Yeah. bowling pin.
1: Well, him and the chemistry inspired, between inspired him and one of my Paul favorite. Dano was just like...
0: So good. So good. How, where was Paul Dano in Best Supporting? We I don't up. fucking know. Who he played give two it to? roles. who we give it to? Anthony Mackey, you yeah. lost your bronze. We're giving it to Paul Dano. Sorry. Because he
1: played two roles. He was only supposed to play the one brother, and then he got called at the last second to play Eli, which is the meaty role. He was only supposed to play Paul. And then the guy that was playing Eli was apparently too intimidated by Daniel Day-Lewis. Couldn't handle it. And they put brought in, and then they are like, Hey, Paul Dano, you want to play two
0: roles in this movie? <laughs> I thought the first little kid they had playing his kid was the one who was two and Tim. Anyway, doesn't matter. Brendan, I'm going to leave this to you. This is your podcast. Uh,
1: Mickey Rourke and The Wrestler is, on, is my all-time favorite role, so... I'm I would
0: know. argue Danny Lewis was better in Last of the Mohicans. I don't believe that, but for the sake of this and... We
1: didn't even put him up for that,
0: so we fucked up there. Brendan. Throwing us under the bus here. I seem like
1: gunshots going on outside.
0: No, it's not gunshots.
1: Well, I'm going with uh, Mickey Rourke for my gold medal pick.
0: Daniel Plainview, Silver.
1: Forrest Whitaker, Bronze?
0: No, Terrence Howard. Fuck you, Forrest Whitaker. You gotta hustle. Okay. I gave you the wrestler without a fight. You're giving me... Did you ever see Ghost Dog? Yes. He was, he was good in that, too. Jim Jarmish.
1: Yeah. Alright, last category. They should have ended the Oscars this year on that, because then at least we would have ended on a brief speech by Francis McDormand. Speed round, bro. Speed round. Reese Witherspoon, Walk the Line. Judy Dench, Mrs. Henderson Presents. Felicity Huffman, Transamerica, nope. Kira Knightley, Pride and Prejudice, or Charlie's There on North Country. I say keep it on Reese.
0: Don't need to overthink it.
1: All right, this is a tough one for me. Uh, Helen Mirren for The Queen. Penelope Cruz, Volver Judy Dench, Notes on a Scandal. Meryl Streep, Devil Wears Prada. That's like one of her iconic roles. And then Another my other pick. Kate Winslet, Little Children. She's really good.
0: going to blow your mind here. And for the sake of expediency and not thinking that any of these will make it to the gold, maybe. Um, how about Sharika Epps, Half Nelson? Oh my God, she's so good. Boom, there we go. Took an Oscar nom away from Meryl Streep. I love doing that. we <laughs> Constantly been doing that She should have gotten Supporting for Deer Hunter And ended her career No just kidding <laughs>
1: um, Alright 07 we got Marion Cotillard Winning for La Vie and Rose hmm. Kate Blanchett Elizabeth hmm. Mm-hmm. Julie Christie Away from her mm-hmm. Which we talked about Laura Linney For the Savages And my pick Elliot Page Juno
0: Give it to him Alright Wait, is he in the wrong? No, he was portraying. Okay, I love it. It's Uh, so good. He defined, I mean, he nailed, like, Diablo Cody can create this, not new, but like, I think this movie really affected how uh, teenagers, people of a certain age, talk.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%.
0: And you have to have someone execute it, you know? And he did. You know, even Shakespeare needs his Kenneth Branagh to deliver it to us on a silver platter. Yeah. So, bravo, Elliot Page.
1: All right, 08. Whoosh. Kate Winslet, the reader, winning. Do we really need to go into the other ones? We got Anne Hathaway, Rachel Getting Married. Oh, she's really good. That was really good. I
0: want to give it to Anne Hathaway. In that.
1: Yeah. You got Angelina Jolie, Changeling.
0: No, I saw that.
1: Melissa Leo, Frozen River, and Meryl Streep, Doubt a good street
0: but she stole it from Cherry Jones
1: so we're keeping it on Winslet or give it to Hathaway this is Hathaway's best performance in my opinion
0: she gets an Oscar later though for something else but it was supporting what do you want to give it to
1: well Winslet I mean this is a great Winslet performance it's also her most depressing No, Revolutionary Road.
0: Give it to Anne Hathaway. All right. Who do you bring into the gold medal round?
1: Uh, I'm bringing Elliot Page.
0: I'm bringing Shriek Apps.
1: Was Shriek Apps the lead role? Yeah. Who cares? She's young. you got to take what
0: Hollywood gives you when you're a young African-American woman.
1: Yeah and that was such a oh my god that movie's so heartbreaking cause it talks about like it, it deals with the issues of education and drugs and
0: I will fairly Page gold alright Sharika
1: Silver so Bronze Hathaway I don't
0: know part of me wants to give Meryl Streep a Bronze here cause that is an iconic role for Doubt no for Divorce Prada oh but is that even a lead role? It's not her movie. So no, I don't want to do that. She is the devil who wears Prada. One, to Parker Posey, Broken English. Okay. No, I don't know. I haven't seen that. I've never seen that. A good way to find the movies we've missed, I've discovered, is to look up the Independent Spirit Awards. Well,
1: because some of those movies were, like, not even released theatrically. I know.
0: Can we give it to, like... We want the bronze. How about we give our Oscar Olympic Lifetime Achievement Award here to Laura Linney from The Squid and the Whale.
1: Okay. Because she's... I love Laura Linney. She's so good.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Bronze medal, comedy... You're going to love this bronze medal. For your consideration, Catherine O'Hara.
1: There you go. Boom. Even though a lot of people don't like that movie. She's like great it. in it. Yeah, I like it. I like and she kind of like
0: lived that. it last year when she got that nom. <laughs>
1: yeah. And its I really like it because it's such a lampoon of the whole thing. And Christopher Guest is really funny.
0: Bad Dad, Red Dad
1: uh bad uncle
0: Oh yeah, it's on you for a, uh, Okay.
1: I've watched Peter Rabbit like 50 times.
0: Yeah, but I could also say that that's a bad uncle thing.
1: <laughs> She's like, watch P Rabbit, P Rat, P Rabbit. And I've watched about a 100 hours of Dora. We've gone through we're on season 4. That's good.
0: Right, uncle I mean Helping her learn Spanish One door explorer At a time She's saying Circulo Muy bien Te amo Hermano Te amo Te amo Te amo Te amo,
1: Te amo. Te
0: amo.